the Ghetto Good Girl podcast. Today I do have a very good friend here, a very great woman of God, Miss Brittany. Um, Brittany, I just wanted you to kind of introduce yourself a little bit, who you are, what you do. And I know you have some things going on. You know, you have your wild woman group and you have your prayer calls and you have all these different things that you do. You have your jewelry. So if you can kind of go into detail on everything that you do. Hey girl. Hey, my name is Brittany. <laughs> um, I'm from Mississippi originally. Been in Tennessee about, what, five, six years now. Um... The Lord, all I can say, is just doing great things. Um, I'm just going to be honest, transparent. You know, I've been raised in the church all my life. But I transitioned maybe about two years ago where I got out of this uh, way of um, worshiping the Lord in a traditional, the religion way, and actually got in an intentional relationship and worshiping Him in spirit and truth. And I can say truly, in this season, God has really been stretching me, y'all, taking me out of my comfort zone, as uh, Justice says, of course. The Lord been giving me a lot to do, and I, sometimes I don't know if I'm coming or going, but with His guidance, y'all, you know, He lead me all the way. So, yes, um, He gave me this ministry, this woman um, empowerment movement. We got a prayer called Wild Woman in Heart that we do, you know, pray daily. And it's not just for women, it's for men, it's for anybody, you know. We just like Jesus, and we, we, we call Him all in. We, we are here for the sick, so we here. And then the Lord has recently just gave me my own personal ministry where I call myself I am fearless all women are fearless fabulous flawless and fierce okay. and it's just a little jewelry um, collection that um with little accessories and different things so okay awesome so you said that you kind of grew up in the church a little bit like you always knew about God you ain't just coming to Christianity or you know not to say one denomination but you always had an understanding of God Yes, I've always had an Okay, so around what age did you be like, okay, I want to live for God or like, you know, rededicate my life to God or however like that? Truth be told, 30 years old. So <laughs> okay. I'm just telling you once here, you know, if you came up in the church and you've been in there since you was a little child, but for the ones, if you've been lost for a while or you ain't even been found yet, um, there's no age limit. I mean, I always tell us God knows the perfect time and the perfect place to just bring us back, to draw us back here. So, honestly, at the age of 30 years old. But the funny thing about it is, y'all, I always tell y'all this morning before destruction. I've always felt like, I don't know about it, like about, about you, but for me, I've always felt a sense of connection. God has always spoke to me in a profound way. And I've always had feelings like things would occur. But he spoke to me at the beginning of my birthday that when I was going to turn 30, he was like, I'm tired of playing, but this is the year, and I remember this, he said, this is the year that I'm going to take you down through there. It's going to feel like you losing things, but you're going to get back everything. So it was no surprise, and I think a lot of people play, like when they're going through storms, I think like Jonah, you running away from what God's telling you that mm. you're supposed to be doing. I heard that. And he telling you, you need to go back, and he was just let me know, and I already knew, but when the when it finally that breakthrough moment happened, I was relieved because I was like, Lord, okay, this part of it is over. Now we can get into the new. Okay, awesome. So I heard you kind of say like drawing you back. So what was like that moment where you was like that he like that pivot moment that you was like, you know what, I'm done playing. I know he said he was done playing with you, but when was you able to make up in your mind like get a made up mind like okay, I'm. Actually, like, because I know for a lot of people, it's hard to let go of their lifestyle. You know, let go of, like, sinning, clubbing, partying. You know, and they're like, okay, I'm going to stop. So, what was that moment like for you? What was, like, your mindset or what may have happened that made you change your mind? Or what made you just go, okay, I'm, I'm going to live for God. I'm going to let everybody know I'm living for God. I'm going to start actually talking about him and things like that. Um, God really put, I, I really believe in that Bible verse, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. And I do know a lot of times people feel like God be 
make it tearing them down but everything he does is building up i, I realize even in my faith as i continue to grow because y'all believe it or not and i'm sure just it's the same way i'm still letting go of old stuff you know i'm still i live the lifestyle i i've been in the world the lifestyle and there are people that i'm still think uh things go up uh, lingo things like uh, uh certain things i do i'm still letting go so i'm not perfect so I, i'm glad this podcast is not for the perfect people i'm glad this podcast is here to tell a testimony of real people who are going through that um going through the faith journey and actually are trying to live for god and actually do make mistakes but I don't know about y'all, but I know about me. My journey actually began with this uh, intentional relationship with God. Was I was dealing with this guy at the time. And I just encourage any lady that is in a situation with any kind of man that, you know, is putting you through things that could possibly harm you, your kids, put your life in danger, let it go. It's not worth it. And I was dealing with this guy. And, you know... I don't forgave him. If you, you see a hope, just let it go. Let vengeance is not out, but the Lord's. And he truly took me down through there. And if, I, if he, I'm the type of uh, female, I'm independent. My mama raised me to be independent, be strong. And, you know, when you attach yourself to people that ain't got nothing to lose, they'll make sure they take out anything with you. That's so but, true. But I also want to put out there, too, that the enemy know how to use people, too. So... You know, we went through this situation where I pretty much lost everything based off of somebody else. Not based off of me, but off of somebody else. But with that Bible verse, God will always turn around for good. He took that situation to turn around for the good because he put me in a season of, of wilderness season, an isolation oh, wow. season where he basically took everything from me. Yeah. I had a season where I had to, what I went through was experience. I had to take my kids out the house. I didn't uh, have, like, I was in what the story is just so crazy y'all hopefully if i'm able to come back on here again i can tell y'all that story but you know um i was pretty much getting evicted from my apartment and everything i was just sitting in a in an apartment with hoes because the guy just destroyed my apartment why you do it like that because he told me one time and if you got ladies i'm on carriage y'all y'all hear this type of stuff stop playing with folks he told me he said if i leave here I'm I'm taking something with me, but it was I'm like, what do you mean? This is my house. This is my apartment. This is my name. And when he felt like he was leaving, he said since he was leaving, he was gonna take what was important for me. Sitting in this broken house, in this place, lonely, nobody to talk to, because I was embarrassed about what was going on. I didn't want to talk to my mama about it. I didn't want to talk to my sisters. I didn't want to talk to my friend. And that's what the enemy do put you in a place where you just mm -hmm. like. I can't do it. But also, I can say God sat with me in that apartment. Yeah. And um, in that time, he spoke to me. He loved on me. He comforted me. And just came back into this situation. When he called me, he said, I just want you to teach. What you mean you want me to teach? What you mean? You know, teach my word. Like, what do you mean? You know? Yeah. And then after that, you know, confirmation. If God speaks to you, I was in confirmation. I'll never forget. I love y'all. know Sarah Jace Roberts. I'm going to get her a shout out. <laughs> so I'm going to manifest it for justice. She's going to be on the show. She's going to be podcasting with her. She's going to be on the Get a Good Girl. Come on so, to the Get a Good Girl. So we manifesting it. And he brought me to that, and I heard one of her, when, I think she was doing her first woman that brought me to me to just put in put in place to just do what I'm doing now. And this is just to teach the word of God to women, men, whoever might need it, especially the women. I know I, for me, my personal thing is the healing. The word healed me. Yeah. You know, I know everybody do different things with their healing process, but I just want to know, let ladies know what the word of god and his love did for me how he healed me right and that's why i really take to you and i take to like just everything that you do because it just reminds me so much of my walk and i just feel like god has like a purpose like his plans is not like our plans as well thinking about just how we met it's just so crazy because everybody kept telling us like we need to meet each other we need to meet each other we need yes. to meet each other and we like okay <laughs> and we still walk past each other every day and was like next time and but it's just so crazy because just every time i hear your story it reminds me of my story so much it's just like the being with the wrong type of person pretty much being unequally yo mm -hmm. dating somebody that's just you know god didn't want you compared with them they just was not 
even spiritually or financially or mentally on the same level. And then, yeah, like you said, they'll have you losing things because they don't have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? And, girl, for me, I know my situation ended up in a whole type of... <sighs> It became a whole legal thing, which thank God that's not on me no more. God dropped all the charges off me dealing with that man. And I'll just be like, just women in general, just hearing their stories and how you never know how telling your story could help somebody who's going through that, like, just could have just clicked on this podcast because they like, God, I just can't even take it. I just need some white noise. And you never know how whatever it is that you've been through could really change their mindset, really change what they're going through. And I and I read in the Bible, like, we overcome things so we can reach back and help somebody else overcome them same things. And I was just like, wow, that's just so deep. So what made you just really have a heart for helping women? I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I've never had a problem with women. Mm -hmm. I know we... In a society now, I've always heard women, I don't mess with women. I don't mess it. You missing number one for even saying some stuff like that. Um, I'm just being that woman. I just always, I hung with who I hung with. I've never felt like I had to be in competition with the next woman because I've always had that belief system that what you got that I can't have or I can't get. And so, but I haven't never just had a hard heart for women like that. But with God just spoke to me about the women like you know you a woman see that woman that you walk past at work or that woman that you roll your eyes at or you like I don't like her but you ain't never had a conversation with her this woman goes through periods like you this woman cries like you this woman struggles like you this woman can talk to you about some things that a man can't help you with I know that's so right so you need to hold on to your sister so God yeah. spoke to me about the women you need to get back to being in a sisterhood with your women because just like you you got a lot of people that going through the same things you going through you know it may not be the same circumstances but it may be similar but they can relate to you maybe they have overcome a situation and you trying to get out of it, but you don't know. But you got this wall, and God telling, "Hey, go over there and speak to that sister, cause she got the same story, so she can tell you where you can go get help. It. She can motivate you. She can encourage you to leave that abusive relationship. She can encourage you on how to help you raise those kids. Wow. So that's how it was with, with God, was just really uh, speaking to me. You know, um, get back with the women. I need my women to come back together instead of tearing them down. I need you to help." build them up. I help you need to help encourage them. And I know like you said we walk past each other so many times <laughs> in the workout. And people would be like, you need to go down there and talk to her. You know, as Christians and she, I know just as no people want to call her Christians weird. And you know, I ain't gonna lie, I did think it was a little weird. You probably thought I was a little weird. But when I realized and people talked to me, because I told you that guy at work let me know like, you know, who you was. And I was like, Another co-worker ain't gonna say nothing on the face. Like, well, that's why she's weird. She ain't weird. And then what we say, it would explain why she don't talk to certain people or she don't do certain things because you want a representation and ambassador of Christ. So you have to be, you know, always present yourself as such. Because I tell myself I'm learning it. I didn't realize why it was important. I'm like, why why we can't go certain places? Because people ain't here to tell you down. They down here to tell Jesus down. They down they down yeah. here to put those salt on his seat. God, see what your people doing. Mm. You see, see they over there at that restaurant, you know, what type you of that said. stuff. So you have to be careful, you know. Um it's you know, a follow of Christ, um, to, you know, what you're doing. I'm not saying you can't do anything. We're gonna make mistakes. That's why Jesus, that's why God, excuse me, sent his only begotten son. Because believe it or not, our sins, our past, our present and future sins are already forgiven. We just have to open up our mouth and ask for forgiveness. That does not still give you the right to just do what you want to do. Because if you're saying you're righteous, if you're trying to live holy, you just allow God to do the work in you to just take some of those uh, fleshly desires out of you. Right, exactly. And that's something that I've been really trying to, I guess, tell a lot of people that feel like they got to come to Christ and they got to come perfect. Like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to start going to church when I start smoking weed. Or I'm going to start going to church when I leave this dude alone. Or I'm going to start going to church, but, you know, right now I still do my little dibble and my dabble. And I be like, just go to church. If that's what you feel like, that's the only thing that's stopping you, just do it. Or just start praying. If you ain't ready to go to church, just start praying. Can you just start praying? Or can you just start... I'm not telling you to stop doing nothing. I'm just telling you to start doing something additional. 
And like when you start doing that, and the more you do it, the more the Holy Spirit gonna come and just try to help you take away all that this stuff that you thinking you can't let go of. It's not about you trying to be perfect because if we could save ourselves, we didn't need Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, we are not saviors. That's not what we are. And just to add to that, you know, this lifestyle is not about perfection. It's about progression. We got is progression. And I tell anybody that's listening to you, when is the right time to ever do anything? You just have to go. And it is coming as you are. Basically, whatever you got on you, you whatever sin, whatever guilt, come. Let God do the work. You can't get it up off of you. If you could get all them addictions, if you can get all that perversion out of your spirit, you would do it. And just like you said, if we could do it by ourselves, what would we need God for? What would we need Jesus for? That's the point. Come as you are. It don't matter. What you got going on? Guess what? God still love you. I might not like it. I ain't gonna say I love you. I might not like you. I might feel some type of way, but God does not feel in some way. Cause guess what? You still his child at the end of the day. Who am I? Who is the next person in the church? And just like you said, if you can't go back to the church for whatever reason, start praying and ask God to soften your heart to be able to go to church or put you in a place or connect you with the people that you need to be connected with so you can take that next step so he can just work on you because it all starts from the inner because y'all God looks at the heart man looks at the hour but God's looking at your heart he's trying to rebuild your heart and I can honestly say that even though my heart was broken and shattered in a thousand pieces but if you're a woman of the or a man after God's heart, he will give you his heart and he will build it up. Now, once he give it to you, ain't nobody going to take, take it and break it no more. But, you know, um, I truly believe, like I say, it's not about perfection. And that's what, as, you know, people, as followers, or we try to put the right. It's not about being perfect. It's just about being progression. It's progression with him. Don't mm. try to be perfect. Don't try to come be perfect. The only perfect person that ever walked this earth was Jesus. We could never come as close to him it tells us in the bible you know it we all fall short of the glory so you sit up scared like oh, da, da, da. these people gonna be judging me because i smoke and i drink baby go you that that what jesus came here he here for the sinners he came here for the sick he didn't come here for the healed he said i came here for the sick and it's that's exactly right and i like i was saying one time i was like it's just about having a made-up mind mm-hmm. and what i noticed like okay with jesus Everybody he was around was a sinner. Mm-hmm. All right, he wasn't around these religious religious people who just all oh, they expect that you needed to be perfect in their eyes. And God had to let them know like you're not perfect because in your heart. Mm-hmm. Cuz like you said, you look at your heart. You're not perfect. You're doing all these things outwardly, but I'm judging you by what you're doing on the inside. And he can see even our thoughts. And so I was like it's about having a made up mind to say I want to serve you and he'll keep on giving you opportunities to serve him and the more you get into it the more you do it the more you practice serving him the more you will start seeing stuff break up off of you and it's crazy because when i was saying that it was in um my dating is hard episode i don't think i actually didn't drop that one yet but it was just like i was just pretty much in that episode saying like i want to date somebody that's like jesus like somebody would have made up mind everybody that jesus brought in they had a mind to be like i do want to serve you the one the dude like he was like well sell everything and come serve me he couldn't make up his mind to sell everything i need somebody to made up mind about me you know what i right. mean and so that's why i was saying like it's just about having your mind made up because he's gonna do the rest once you make your, make that decision opportunities opportunities i know that's what happened to me like i still was doing everything i was living my best lukewarm life okay <laughs> that's what i'm telling everybody you know what god has you know given most people most christians most people he used and he uses everybody like i don't want anybody to say no god no god speaks to anybody he can he uses who he chooses or who he sees is that i was living my best life best lukewarm life I was okay with what I, I was in because all I just asked God would be like, God, I just want to live comfortably. I want to be a traveler and take care of my kids. I wasn't thinking about all this stuff. And I don't think everybody <laughs> that got saved, saved, or we, we wasn't thinking about it like that. We just wanted to be, you know, okay. And then, like you said, it's about having a made-up mind. You know, if you don't have a made-up mind about it, you're going to stay lukewarm. And he does not like lukewarm. He said, I will spew you out of my mouth. So I, he always showed me either you on this side, you all the way in, or you all the way out. We cannot scrattle the feast. But I mean, if you have that made up mind, like you said, God going to break those things up off of you where you're going to 
draw near and closer, you're going to anchor to him. You know, you go so far, you know how to anchor. You go too so far, but he'll snatch you back in or you'll realize, oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah, the Holy Spirit will definitely come and convict you, child. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Um, So, if you would tell, uh, tell everybody a little bit more, like, about... Cause I've joined some of your prayer calls, and I, you know, I'm I'm a part of your Facebook group with the Wild Woman at Heart and everything. So, what's really like your mission with it? What is it that you see like your goal? Like you saying that you just helping women and men, but what's like really? I guess your mission. What's your passion about it? Our mission is just to encourage, educate, empower, and equip you know people with the love and word of God. You know, just as simple as that. Mainly, we you know encourage you know if you come on the prayer call you're gonna always get an encouragement word you know if we don't give an encouragement word you're gonna hear the prayer because number one prayer works prayer prayer try uh, changes things the lord tells you what two or three he's amongst you know and if you know as believers if you come together and you can agree god can do some suddenly he can make some things happen Um, also and we're educating people about who jesus is who god is you know um we're also empowering because, you know, with the Holy Spirit, it empowers you. It gives you confidence. It gives you boldness in equipping you to go out to be able to disciple, to give the word to the next uh, person. And we do that as well on, you know, Facebook on the Wild Woman page. You know, it's a group to come in. It's mainly for women because that's our focus is women. But we do not, you know, say a man can't join. If they decide they want to, cool. You know, I can't help you with everything, man. But <laughs> I, a woman, you know, we can We can really definitely do this. So that's mainly our focus is to educate, encourage, well, encourage, educate, empower, and equip people through, again, the love and the word of God. Okay, that's awesome. And then you said you do um, I Am Fearless, right? So kind of explain that one for me. I Am Fearless is just like, you know, if y'all think about it, like Peter about the boat. You remember in the, in the Bible and how Peter walked out on the water. You know, sometimes you, this is like a community ministry where I want and like where's a group of believers. And we know the story how everybody was sitting in the boat. Jesus was walking across the water and he started to call. And everybody heard the call, but everybody got scared because they were like, oh, it's a ghost. But Peter was the only one that had the courage to step out the boat at that time. Not saying nobody else didn't step out the boat or different places at different times. And it came a season, it's like, well, God's like, you got to get out this boat. Like, I need you to go and start doing other things. Because I had to realize, I'm like, well, okay, I kind of feel guilty. And if you are connected to people and you feel like, well, God pulling you away, it's not a bad thing because it may not be their time. Maybe they're scared. There may be other things. And, you know, God is not going to stop your growth because other people are not ready for their next. If he knows you're ready and you get the courage and you get up out the boat, guess what? The boat's still behind you. The people's still behind you. You still see them. You just that pillar of faith that they see walking. So sometimes you just got to get out and walk for other people for a, uh, for a time period till they get the courage to get up out the boat. And he gave me I Am Fearless Um, because I'm in a season, like, I've always been a confident woman. You seem like you always been a confident woman from what I can see. Um, but I being with the Holy Spirit, being connected with God, he gave me a different kind of confidence. A boldness, yes. A courage like to just, you know, keep going in a in despite fear, despite yes. being scared, despite I don't know. So that's why I mean that's why what I am fearless is about these bold, courageous women and just going out and I, on that platform, I'm more of a motivator, inspirer, encouraging person because that's me at heart. You know, that's you getting a real me. Um, the um, he gave me like I said, connected to that is the fearless collection, and that's just my look, my little hustle. Like I love uh, Jerry because I told God I said God, I want to do something I like to do because I don't know about you. I don't want to work for everybody else for the rest of my life. But um, he, he right. gave me my little baby, and it's like a little baby that I've been, you know taking care of so um i know you're a woman of many hats of many talents of many gifts so you understand and um i know you talking about me but i just want to just encourage you because i look up to you too because every time i turn i said she got a podcast she doing a plan up it's very encouraging it's very 
inspiring when God has connected you to the same people that had a like mind. That's why it's important, like Joseph, you know, when he told the dream to his brothers. You got to be careful about sometimes who you tell your dream to. Because everybody ain't going to be happy for your dream. But nevertheless, they can push you down the well, which God going to use that to catapult you to your next. And put you in those rooms that see the vision that you see. Get yourself, like my pastor said one day, get people that see your vision bigger than your big vision. I so when they start right. speaking stuff in your life, you didn't even expect. And so you'd be like, okay, this is the person I need to be uh, seeing. This is the person that I need to be running out, well, running of seeing and looking up to and and, and, and number, look up to God now. I'm, I'm going to let me stop down. I want you to yeah. idolize because we idolize <laughs> yeah. people and not God. Guys, putting those people in your life to teach you something in this season. Yes, I totally agree with everything that you said. And like you said, um, you first of all, God get all the glory. Yes, God gets all the glory. I ain't never in my life was like ten year olds like what when I grow up, I want to get a planner. Like, <laughs> I mean, ever like I wasn't even the kid that was like you know it'd be the kids in class they had like everything color coordinated and like three right. or four different binders, but I was like it's paper, like you know. What I mean? No, I'm that sissy, don't that sissy, I'm that girl that's coordinated. So like I said, y'all. He said that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, so we are all different. different. And he lo- and that's what I want people to know. God likes variety. He doesn't want if he wanted everything the same, he would have created all of us the same. We talk the same. We speak. To, remember Tower Babel? <laughs> but anyway, even though they was doing some, they were doing, they were doing, doing too much. Stuff, too much. <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah. Y'all gonna be in this tower? Well, okay, let me show you. But. It never lets you if you just simple, you simple. You know, if you are over the top, I'm the over top person. I just that's just me, but that doesn't make me that when we come in a room, both our lights still can shine. You know, when mm-hmm. we come in the room as women, we, we we don't damn down who you is because of someone else. Because if you truly follow God, if you truly got your heart for him, baby, get in the room, let's shine. Together. What you say let's illuminate together. Let's make this light even bigger than what it was. It's enough room in the kingdom. Yes. It's enough no, room like in the kingdom. Girl, and that's like what I try to tell um like the women that I talk to a lot. We not supposed to be the we're not supposed to be the same. It's the body of Christ. Mm. I might be the foot, you might be the hand, somebody else is the eyeball, another person is the lip, somebody else is the stomach, another person is the kneecap. Everything is needed. I wouldn't want to walk around with just one hand. I wouldn't want to walk around with just one leg. Everything is important. So it's not a competition. It's just doing what you do. You know what I mean? And we all are going to make up the body of Christ. But like I said, everything is to his glory. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're supposed to accompany each other. We're supposed to help each other. We're supposed to lift each other up. We got to be here for each other. You know what I mean? And that's just so awesome. Like, because I just keep saying how God... um, is working through me. And I was telling uh, a younger girl, I was like, baby, God give you hustles so that we can get through life. Like, that's what he give us. He put stuff in you that you just good at. And you, you, if you don't really pay attention, you'll just be like, I mean, I just draw sometimes when I'm bored, I doodle. But he put that gift in you because one day you, you can use that gift and make some money and be able to sustain yourself while you're out here preaching for God or whatever it is that you're doing. Everybody had a hustle. People knew how to make money. Back in the day, it was a bartering right. system. And you remember the story how Jesus with the, the, the people with the talents. What did he tell you to do? To go out and multiply them. So don't take what God gave you. And I'm realizing that everything God gave you is a gift. So use it if you talk loud, if you're shy, if you, like you said, you draw, you write, you sing, you do hair. That's a gift. Use it. He telling you to use that. Those gifts are going to put you in the rooms that you need to. So you got a voice. Use it. Don't worry about what everybody else doing. It's it's a race. But see, if you are follow Christ, everybody gonna win the race. Mm-hmm. That stay in it. But what you need to do is I always tell people stay focused on yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't get to looking around about what everybody else is doing. You focus on what you got going on because we all looking at the same prize and that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know we store our treasures. The Bible says don't store your treasures up for just here. What you looking for is an eternal glory. Right. You trying to live. You ain't trying to leave here and get that or die. You ain't trying to get the part of me. I do not know you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we all going to be messing that in the life. Oh, my God. I saw this girl at work. It was a girl at my job. I said, 
if I get up there and I to he tell me to depart, I'm gonna fall out. And I'm just be the royal gate washer. Just don't send me away. I just can I just sit here and watch the gate the whole day. I promise you, I already said, and that's my biggest fear. I'm like, Lord, I can't go to hell. But I'm, I'm gonna be like you. I already just said, I'm gonna just fall like Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I can just see you already gonna be listening. Like, oh, you did that? I see. I know he did that. I know she was that. I know. We, we can't wait to judge, 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 judge and in the judgment line. And he'll be like, oh. You must have got you got to come up here and see a I can hear Jesus now, like I hear you. <laughs> I hear what you're. I hear what you're thinking over there. Right, right, right. <laughs> that is so funny, girl. But yeah, um, I just got so tickled and I'm just laughing because we always end up doing this somehow, some way. We about to start playing. But yeah, I just think that everything that you do is so awesome. I really do look at like everything that you have going on. So. I know earlier you was like, I'm going to manifest this. <clears throat> Sarah Jakes is going to be on your podcast. What are you manifesting for, you know, what you're doing? What I'm manifesting is um, my ministry going to be big. Um, this ministry, yes, is, you know, you know, where is it now? And um, I'm here for quality, not quantity. People who have a made-up mind, like you said, mm -hmm. a heart for God who wants to, there's a call for hope. I believe in this season, God is calling us for a season of hope. And what is hope? And the expectation that God is going to do something. Yes, there's a lot going on in the world, but God's hand is still in it. See, that's why we got to pray for discernment and know when God's moving and when the enemy are moving. Because, y'all, people get the devil too much credit for a lot of stuff. I believe that. The devil is not always doing something. Sometimes God is trying to shake some things because this is his next season about his kingdom like we talk about god's glory he's calling and raising up people who is building up his kingdom that we will all be it so i believe that my ministry is going to be kingdom uh, ministry i believe my business is going to be kingdom businesses so i believe god has i know he has called me to do a lot and i know he's called you to do a lot and we can relate because we may not talk about it every day it's a struggle it but it's a process but it's gonna happen at an appointed time, you know. We may get upset, feel like, oh, ain't nobody listening to us. Ain't nobody people listening. They always listen. They always been watching because they probably be like Justice, Justice, Brittany, living for girl. Girl, you know, just about two years ago she was at the club. Mm -hmm. she, I remember when she, she was out there knowing it. Jesus made us like Jacob. We got that name, trained like Abraham, Sarah. So it's all that medicine him. So it's. That's mainly, you know, I'm manifesting that. I'm manifesting joy, peace, and just living a life of abundant. And whatever. And I just say, it is just like we always said, let God's will be done. Because we know his ways are not like our ways and his thoughts are not like our thoughts. Because I do want a lot, but I want to still have God in it. And if he's not in it, I don't want to be connected to it. So, you know, I do want to, whatever the life of, whatever God's will is for my life to live abundant. And I know wild woman, I know fearless, I know everything that God has put. And this is just the beginning. It's, he's talking to me about birthing. If you know, I'm sure he's talking to you about birthing. Many visions that haven't just came to pass. But for me, far as that, I'm going to be, I see people that speakers and stuff that I'm like, I'm going to talk to Sarah that I'm manifesting that for myself. I too. know this you right, know? girl. I'm going to agree with you on everything that you're manifesting. I some for the Hope Tour and all that, but... I, I, I feel like, you know, I, I'm going to sit down and talk to her. You're going to have her on your podcast. She's going to have your own podcast. Um, so this is really, really great what you're doing. Just, it's it's girl, really, really great. Keep you. pushing. You know, I, I feel it. Because glory to God. Girl. I know. We, we always give all the glory to God, you know, and it will always be God, be the glory. But, you know, sometimes we just say, have to say, you know, you know, thank you, Jesus. And sometimes we turn down compliments. And I know you're not turning it down because you're not boasting in the uh, yourself. You're boasting in the Lord. But I just want to encourage you to keep pushing, sister. I see you. I hear you. If y'all listening to this, she is so funny. Especially if you ain't follow her on TikTok, follow her on TikTok. <laughs> like, she right on it. And she just got a, a an encouraging spirit. She got a, and she's so funny. It's just hilarious. And that to keep doing it, even when it don't look like what well, I just keep telling myself, and I know if it don't look, even though it don't look like what it's what we think it's supposed to look like, cause it's looking exactly like what God wanted wanted to look like. Don't focus on the now. Let's just focus and let you just focus on your needs. Because ghetto girl podcast will be big. 
This is a kingdom podcast. This is you are a pillar of faith. And people are going to be kind of be like, girl, how you start that podcast, girl? How you do a planner, girl? God is using you. Girl. Because I always want to, because I thank you, husband. I just want to just say this. Do what everybody else don't want to do. You know, people might look at, why she doing a planner? Because at the time and the place, it's going to do what it needs to do. And he's telling you, we always say, do what everybody else want to do. They want to do this. I need you. The Bible tells us do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. Yes. So that means that he's called us peculiar. He's called us to be different. So being different is the best example, and that's perfect for God. Like if you different, you being who you called to be. You being that person. You being that woman. You right. being that man you're supposed to be. I believe that, and I just kept hearing. Um, he'll pour out his spirit, and then it gave me the. A Bible verse where the Israelites, when they first got in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and he started to pour out his spirit on just different people to be able to come and to make the garments and to be able to come and, you know, melt down all the metals and things like this to make what they needed to make the temple. And I just, I just know that he's telling me that because it's like I'm still pouring out my spirit on people to build my kingdom. You know what I mean? And I just think that it's just so amazing because I'm seeing a rise in our generation. You know, like, here's the thing. Girl, I'm not going to cap you. I just felt like I would get saved at 42. Me too. I just thought it was 42 would be the age to, like, settle I down. Like, Me was 30. I thought, like, you know, yeah, 30. I knew I was still but young I don't at 30. Know about anything about Jesus getting <laughs> saved, saved, because you know how it is. We be like, we can't do anything. We can't get our hair done. We can't wear this. I'm going to get married, this. and I'm going to get saved at 42. 42. And it's like, I was like, uh. <laughs> you thought. This. You thought wrong. Let me show you what I really thought. So, I mean, and I just want to say, like, just. And, you know, you be thinking, like, girl, you think so different when you're in the world. You think that it's just old folks that say, only old folks is, you know, shouting or speaking in tongues. That's some old folks stuff. That ain't stuff that young people do. And then you see young people do it, you be like, dang. You know, you kind of want to ask them questions, like, girl, how did you get here? And then when, then when I started, like, transitioning, I don't know why in my mind I thought everybody was a Christian. I don't, I mean, I know everybody wasn't a Christian, but I didn't know people hated Christians like that. For some reason, it never computed that people hated Christians as much as they do until, like, I first started. And the devil thought he was going to deter me by having people come and say really hateful stuff on them, like, my TikToks and things like that. Baby, I just kept going and I don't hear it no more. You know what I mean? And I'm sure he could probably send somebody, but it don't bother me. He's not going to keep on wasting his time because his time is limited. So he's going to try to hit you where it hurt and it don't hurt me. But girl, I don't know. You just learn so much on this journey. That's that's just like the point I was making. It's just like you just learn so much on this journey. I was going to say one thing that the Lord been spoke to me about um, just yesterday is about being distracted and how to become mm. distracted. One of the ways is you think about Jesus when he was on that cross. Okay. What did Jesus focus on? He was focusing on that, getting through that pain and stuff from the Saviors. He wasn't focused on what everybody else was saying and what everybody else was doing. And that's what the mm. enemy would do and distract us. He would get us to start looking over here, looking over here. You, you like, we start not being, well, this ain't working out. Pick this up. This, no, focus wow. on that one thing that you're doing. That's awesome. And I know, like, you're saying, like, people came on your TikToks, and that's what people doing. I was in the same mindset. Like, I've always known, girl, God, but I ain't know people really hated God. I mean, hate. And just hate, hate. Hate Jesus. Like, wow. And I've never really experienced it, but lately, I, and guys are like, you finna, you, you, you finna see some crazy stuff now. Because, girl, I promise y'all, I kid you not, I was on a prayer call. Not I had a little incident, but it wasn't too crazy. But where somebody got on a prayer call, just did some crazy stuff, just like to ruin the moment. Which I closed down because what was done was inappropriate. But we got back on it. We still pray. We didn't let the enemy deter that prayer that was right. going to go on. We didn't get distracted about it. Because somebody, somebody needed to hear that prayer. That prayer needed to be released for somebody. Somebody needed some healing that day. Somebody needed some joy and peace. We didn't let that deter. Girl, the, the platform for Facebook, my social media, like, I just said, like, boom. Like, we were just talking about, like, yo, TikTok. That mm-hmm. We knew it was God drawing people near. And I know it is God doing it right now in the season. People get on the or God uh got on the comments and my something. Um, you still believing in Jesus? 
elf Jesus, just all kinds of stuff. And it just, it hurts my heart because it's just like, okay, sorry, do you want to go to hell? Like, but do you know that this that place is real? It's real. I'm not putting you in a hell. I'm gonna pray for you because. I hope God's talking your heart because, brother, I want to see you. I want to see everybody make it. And I, and it hurts me because I'm like, man, like, why are you hating him that much? Like, what did he do? Do you realize what happened, what pain he endured? Do you understand that he goes through what he came down here intentionally? That the guy we serve humbled himself to come in human form to feel what depression feels like. To feel what anxiety feels like. To feel what it feels like to raise a child by yourself. To feel like what it feels like to be lonely. And you want to tear him down? And it hurts my heart. It's like, please don't do that. Like, don't do that. Like, God loves you. Like, I'm sorry if he, you, I'm sorry if you feel he failed you. But he didn't fail you. Because guess what? You still walk and you still walking and you still living. So he's still here for you. He still got his hand on you. Even though you tear him down. He don't Can I say Jesus is better than me? Because <laughs> <laughs> first of all, he did all that knowing people were still gonna hate mm-hmm. him. You died for everybody, knowing most of those people were still gonna I don't know. Um at some point I would have just sat back and kicked my feet up and was like, you know what you ungrateful right. little touched it and it's just something that God put God put burdens on us you know stuff that is just like we can't shake right and for a good while last year I just could not shake people going through church hurt Mm. I couldn't shake it like I just couldn't I'm like I just had to try to get understanding around it like God started bringing people to me that had been through it so I just wanted to kind of see like your take on church hurt. For me, I was just like kind of understanding where it come from because. Let me I, ask you this: Have you ever experienced church hurt? No, I have I never guess, experienced. That's church what I'm gonna say. I've never so like I don't people that listen like I've never experienced church hurt. You know, I'm gonna just be transparent. I'm from a Baptist background, but currently, I attend a non-denominational church. I mean, as long as you talking about God in church, like, I don't care what church it is. We talking about God and Jesus, I can get down with you. Now, we, we talk about a little stuff about my, this your belief, I ain't gonna judge it, but, you know, I just gotta get up out of this, because, you know, I believe in God and Jesus. I believe in the, the only true living God. And, um, my intake, me and my girls, because, like I said, in my prayer group, it's three of us, and we have talked about this, and one of my um, girls is actually, she's a PK kid. She's a pastor's oh, kid. Oh, wow. So, she, you know, we were talking about it. And she said, is it people really experiencing church hurt or is it the people in the church? You see what I'm saying? Because you talk a lot about the people in the church. Because I'm here to say that the church ain't hurt you. God ain't hurt you. It's the people in the church. But I do want to be this. You can run from church to church if you want to. It's going to still be some people just like them Sang and Sue, John and Sue. The every church the, got that. It's not the flesh. It's, it's not the, the flesh. It's 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 the flesh. It's
And so at some point, like God, I, when I first started going back to church and, and doing stuff, and it's the church folks. That's what God been talking to me, been putting that burden on me. The church folks, they looking at me, they 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 doing this, and God they ain't seeing me. And he's like, what are you here for? Are you here for them? Or are you here for me? Get back focused. So the distractions. The distractions. Oh, it ain't wow. Maybe they, maybe maybe they. I know your heart. Maybe their heart ain't just. They need they need to do a heart check. But I put mm-hmm. you there because I need you to shake some. So yeah, I understand. Like if the church hurt, that's why it's the course. And it, did the church really hurt you, or did the people in the church hurt you? Mm-hmm. Because I know that's how your burden that God's like the understanding God's showing me with it is the people is people who are so called. You know, say so called say, but we still gotta pray for those people as well because you know I'm sure Mary Jane and John ain't always been like that. Um, somewhere something hurt them. Somewhere they felt not good enough, and that you know got them a little distraction because the enemy now has to pervert things. Because then mm-hmm. one thing God has to remind me of: seek ye the kingdom of God, and all His righteousness, and all things will be added. Because God, the devil will pervert peace the devil will pervert joy the devil will pervert your calling to make you think you're running after god but the whole time you're running after just the joy the peace the the fame and the glory and you forgot oh this is to be god unto unto god be the glory so that's why we have to be careful and focused and know that what you're doing that's why you say am i if i'm doing this facebook live i'm doing this podcast am i doing it for me my flesh talk or i'm doing it for god because i know this is what god want me to do Right, right. And that is so awesome that you put it like that. Because, like, I was just trying to understand. Like, I mean, I've been doing a lot of research because a lot of people have been coming to me. And just like, I don't want to go to church because this pastor did this. Or this person said I wasn't good enough. Or, you know, people be stealing and people be da da And it's always, like you said, people. It's not so much as the church. And I know for me, I don't, when I go to church, I'm not going to say that I just try to fellowship. I never been like that. But think about Paul though. Paul came to fellowship when he needed to. You know, he didn't go against word the word of God because I don't know the exact the Bible exact Bible verse. In you know, I'm probably paraphrasing us that we are not to forsake the fellowship. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So we are supposed to go, and I always think about Paul. He was there with people, but he was okay being by himself at the times that he need because some of the times that you think about the people that God used Moses Paul were in seasons by themselves. Wow. The yes. Bible says that God spoke to me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. He said we can we all know we can but he didn't say as a team. He didn't say in that Bible said we can all do things through Christ. He said I so there's times and seasons we do need people. And we do need to go to church. We do need to go get refilled. Because I'm not going to tell you to run away from the church. But also there are seasons and they will tell God, you got to do this while by yourself. You got to do this with me. I need you to listen to me. See, if I put everybody in your ear, see, now you're going to start listening to them. You're going to be like Moses, snacking rocks. But if I put you by yourself, even though Paul went through what Paul went through when he sat in a prison cell. But look at the Bible. Mm-hmm. Girl, how many books did Paul read? How many scriptures have we stroked, uh, uh, quoted on this podcast just from Paul? Right. So it's okay if you go to church. You ain't there in your flesh. You ain't there to see who the best dress. You ain't there to see who can sing the loudest or you the best. You there because you was in the presence of God. Right. You didn't, may not want it to be there, but you needed to hear a word. Because the pastor, even though he your pastor, you respect him because the Bible tells you don't put your um, mouth on a man or woman guy. They may not be doing right. They may be taking out the church money. So what? That ain't got nothing to do with you. You're to be obedient to the Lord because he says that it is better to be, he requires obedience over sacrifice. That's so you true. go to God, you go to church and you be obedient. You go get your word. You go hear what you need to hear. And if you run up out of church, run up out of church, get what? I run up out of church all the time. That, that ain't that because that's how you stay away from the, the church folks. That's how you stay away from the messy. That's how you stay from the Bible thumbs. That's how you stay away from the distraction. But go fellowship when you can. You know, I ain't saying everybody in the church not like that. Go to events. Go do the things that when you can, when you felt led. You pray about it, Lord. You know, because I know people, we experience a lot of things going on in the church. But everybody in the church ain't bad. It's some good people that really... Pray for you, even though you don't even know they're praying for you. But they see you like I, I see that girl just God, you you doing a mighty work in her. God just continue to strengthen her. God continue to give them the peace, cause you know the the best Christians ain't the ones that want to be out front. 
They ain't going to be all talking. Because God tells us to pray in private. I'm going to continue to pray for my sister in private. I ain't going to pray for her. I ain't got to get out of it. Oh, just as I prayed for you. What is you doing? What you, know? you saying, girl? Yeah. For the show. The show. They just want to put on a show. Your Pharisees, you talk about. I yeah. love you talk about the Pharisees. You know one of your uh, things I was following through TikTok that I really love when I heard you talk about the Pharisees. And you really, I think that God used your voice to bring that thought about the church folks. And that's what he been saying to me, church folks. You was like, the Pharisees ain't left. And I never thought about it like this. The Pharisees, y'all ain't never left. They still in the church. Mm-hmm. It's, a it's a spirit just like the jezebel spirit mm-hmm. it's not a woman it's, it's a spirit. spirit it's so many different spirits that people just be like oh well this was just a bible character and it's just like that was a spirit and see that's what's going on in the world today this what's going on we you know of course we in the tennessee in the memphis area unfortunately with the whole time lots of spirits what, it's a spirit it's a spirit of chaos. It's a spirit of confusion. It's a spirit of murder. Those are spirits that have attached onto people. And if you walking in your natural, you're not going to see it. Yeah. Everybody, the Bible tells us to walk by faith and not by sight. So the people that are walking in the supernatural, we know that these are spirits. Yeah. We know that it's the enemy that's coming in and kill, steal, and destroy. Because if he know he can divide us, he know he got us. Right. Because the house divided is going to fall. It's going to fall. Girl, and to kind of just go back. So, with the spirits, right? And I was trying to kind of, I can't say everything I be wanting to say on TikTok. And, like, I run out of time with everything mm-hmm. I'm doing. Because, you know, when you can talk about God, it's just like, it just yes. fuels up out of you. Like, it's just something to just come out. And I, I just say it's the Holy Spirit. Yes, I believe in the Holy Spirit. And I just feel like, it's everything ain't me. Sometimes right. justice would not have thought to say these right. things. You know what I'm saying? So justice is going to talk about clothes and lashes and yes. hair. The Holy <laughs> Spirit <laughs> is who is trying to get this point across. You know what I mean? And so I was just like, I talked about the Bible thumpers. Mm-hmm. And that was like my first um, real episode with my podcast was just trying to explain it to people what we not about. Like, this is a judgment-free zone. I don't care if you a prostitute who do cocaine. Like, I don't have no type of judgment against you, like, at all. But the Bible thumpers. And I just kind of wanted to explain, like, to people the difference. Because people are getting hurt by Bible thumpers. By people who just, like, you're going to go to hell if you don't do, you know, third John and this, that, and the third. Like, you're going to hell. Like, did you see in here that that's the sin? Like, wait, let me open it up again. Did you see? I'm going to highlight it because I have all of my stuff highlighted because I'm the best Christian. I hate that. You know what I mean? And you can't really get rid of a spirit by just having somebody look at this highlighted verse. They got to get delivered. Exactly. And that's where I was just like, oh, girl, it's just so deep to me about how to, I just, I don't know. I just have a thing against Bible thumpers. I just do. I don't think you should have a thing. I think that what it is that God is telling you to be aware of those people, but you know how it But it prophet, hurt my feelings. I know it is. That, that you, they turn you people got, away. You got to get out of your feelings about that. See, this, 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 this is like a, got to be, you know, this has got to revert you back. You know, God may have called you to be, I say, a prophet, to speak to those people about what it is that they're doing. At the same time, still will have a heart, because what did God do? Everything out of love, regardless of they told him down, regardless of the fact. Because God did, I was thinking about it earlier, God was just telling me, Jesus just did stuff for the heck of it, just to make him mad, because he knew it would. And just like that, uh, the, the people will do stuff to make you mad just because. But you're going to continue to speak out and call it out. Because and what do. God is doing in the season, whether people believe in it or not, he's going to expose the real from the faith. Yeah. So, I believe that. you know, I feel like, you know, people that's been in there for 30, 40 years in the Bible, what we call the Bible thumping, the ones that say they got a heart, it's back to their heart. God can expose, expose their heart. Because you're turning too many souls yeah. away. And, 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 but you know, and that bothers me. Because you say you're here to win souls for the kingdom. And this is for the king, And you're turning the souls away. The people that need the help. People that show up every Sunday. That ain't showing up every Sunday. But the people that keep walking in here wanting help. You throwing but them, you know throwing what? Bibles Guess at what? them. Guess what? God doing what you taking. You out the four walls. Outside of those people. 
to do because he tells us to go outside. Jesus didn't just sit in no temple and preach. What did Jesus do? He sat at the table with sinners. He sat at the table with tax collectors. He sat at those tables. So what you doing with your podcast? What you're doing when you're on Facebook? What you're doing in ministry? Let me explain. This is a little guy because I used to be shy by my talking about God with my accessories. And you know, God can use whatever he wants because it's his at the end of the day. And don't be shaming your ministry that's outside the four walls because God is using you, connecting you to people that you would have never thought you would have been connected to or could connect to if you had not got outside the four walls of that church. So, like guys, what I mean, your ministry ain't going to be in the size, just the size of the four walls church. I need you to go out. So, God looking for people to go out like Jesus went out and looking for them. Hey, you, when I'm walking down there, the woman, you know, the all the people that... He, uh, that he is healed. All of the people that he wasn't going to find inside the church. Just by him just going up. Why you think he walked? He could have rode a horse. He could have did. He probably be wanting to create a car back then. He could have rode the boat everywhere. Mm -hmm. But he chose to walk like the lady with the Samaritan. Mm -hmm. The Samaritan lady did. She was just out there hurt. Shame guilt. He went out there and saved her. So sometimes we as people, we can't focus on them people. We just going to continue pray for them. Bible come and get with it. We going to get up. And we going to go out and be bold. And I think about it too. Like I heard Pastor uh, T.D.J. said, you remember the story of Sarah Jason? How she, I remember hearing her story. She said, um, I used to, I told my daddy, I want to quit coming to church because these people be looking at me. He told her, she said, he said, well, sometimes people ain't looking at you um, sideways. It's because they wish they could be or have what you have or have the courage or the boldness to go out and set forward. Because even if they're not doing their job, you just going to plant the seed and you're going to continue to move. And God going to deal with them at the end of the day. They done turned away these souls. And God going to remind you. You remember this person? You remember her? You remember him? You remember Make these people fly out of the church. Now you are responsible for it. So I just, when it comes down to stuff, and I know, you know, that this one of the things you're saying, you, and you grown, we all grown. We, we all got our different struggles with this wall. This ain't, it's not, you know, it's, it's a hard wall. And we all know that we're going to have our different struggles. But just like you reminded me of Jacob, you know, continue to fight. Don't give up. Don't look at what they got going on. Just focus on what justice is doing and what the Lord, you know, it tells us to, to what is it, to uh, uh, study to, set, to show ourselves approved unto him, not to man. Whatever, they just, you know, I just, I don't know, probably is really irritated because it is some real haters out there. And there's some people that I feel like want to be where justice is and had the opportunity to be where justice is, but they chose for whatever mind got perverted and just want to, you're going to hell, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. What the Bible tells us, God is to pass judgment. We can judge people's actions, but not to put them in a heavenly head. That ain't my responsibility to put you in a heavenly head. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. Um, So, I just really love having you on the podcast, so we definitely going to have to do this again. Yeah, <laughs> this has been a whole lot of fun. Um. But we're going to go ahead and get ready to wrap up. And I want you to tell them where to find you. Um, Y'all can find me on my um, I'm gonna, on my main Facebook page, Brittany Nicole Foster, you know. Um, or you can find me on, if you don't, if you want to go to the prayer call, you're interested in that. It's called Wild Woman at Hearts on Facebook. Um, if you're looking just for my individual ministry, I know y'all, I got several Facebook pages. That's okay. Um, go to, um, I Am Fearless. If you're looking for some cute bling at an affordable prices and make you look cute, go to the Fearless Collection. Is that your bling wrong with That's today? my bling on today, okay. guys. You know, where my eyes look. And I'm on TikTok, y'all, as well, um, as I Am Fearless, um, 222. And I'm on Instagram too. It's all the I am fierce. But if you get on one platform, find me on Facebook, then I can connect you to the rest of them as well. And I'm sure that y'all can message her. She, you don't have to be scared. She ain't gonna bite. She's the type of person that's gonna answer any questions if you need to pray or however. So 
Make sure you find her on Facebook. Make sure you check out her jewelry because she, like she said, it's bling, bling, bling. And I actually got to see it. So it's really good. Um, I know we dropped so much information here. So if y'all have any questions, make sure that you do go to our The Ghetto Good Girl Facebook group. And you can leave any questions. If it's something you want us to, you know, talk about the next time that she on here or however, you can just say, okay, exit this. And I definitely make sure to exit it. Um, make sure y'all do check Check out the Ghetto Good Girl Etsy page, the Etsy shop, where you can get the calendar that she was talking about earlier, as well as you can get you some merch. We have all different type of just candles for you, like your meditation. We got sweatshirts that you can wear, just talking about being saved by the blood of the lamb. Everything that you purchase on Etsy helps run the whole podcast. So I really do appreciate y'all for everything y'all do. Remember, I love you, but God love you, and y'all have a great rest of y'all week. Bye.